joining me in the booth is Dana Osterling. Welcome. Hello. Howdy. Here, try that again. Hello. Okay, you're there. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. I just had to figure out which, which ones were which. which one, who is who? Yeah. So there, there's, there's the vocal mic. Awesome. All right. And you've brought a guitar with you. I have it. I have it here. Okay. Sounds almost... Pretty in tune. Close to being in tune. We'll make sure it gets there. Probably a good way to start, at least, in tune. I think it's part of the whole experience. Yeah. yeah. You gotta... Now, Dana's been down here before with her her, her band, Civic, and uh, those boys are out exploring the world. Yeah. Oh, I got Why is that beeping? I got to shut that off. They're all over. Um, Eric is in Thailand, our other guitar player. I don't know where Wayne is specifically, but he's on tour okay. with Hearts, the band, and Michelle Branch. And our, we've had a couple drummer boys, and they're also pretty busy. So All right. it's just me right now by myself. But you're here, yeah. and that's pretty good. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> I mean, I didn't bring anything to tap along with, but that's okay. <laughs> well, why don't you give us a song, and okay. uh, we'll work from there. Yeah. 
Working, yeah, even even Mike thinks it sounds good. He's he's texting me. Oh, good. Hi, Mike. Yeah. He's a tough critic. Yeah, it's it's kind of remarkable. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm pulling back up my set list that I made on my iPhone notes pad, like a true professional, and I have another song. Perfect. Why don't you give it a... This is called Run, Run, Run. So this is usually much louder, but it's very late at night, which is a good time to get gentle, so... I think it's perfect to do a gentler version.
I was gonna try a new one, but I don't think I'm ready to do it. I'll save it for. I'll play a couple more to prove myself. That uh, I can. Work up to it. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 That totally makes sense. <laughs> and then I'll try the new one. Okay. <laughs> so this is an old one from our first album. It's called Rocking Chair. Sharp and mellow with impending freeze A feather might thaw But the frost would fall Once there were living things in the sea Going out and coming in What will be won't be They say the Lord He works in mysterious ways
Dan Osterling here on Pipeline with us this evening. She's just got herself an acoustic guitar, no band along with her. So do you work out most of your songs this way by yourself before you share them with the boys? Yeah, I usually write them, and sometimes they will be missing a couple parts still, but they're like mostly figured out, and then bring them to the band, and they make them much better. A lot of like the grooves and stuff, too, um, I might have a much different groove, and then they kind of come up with something that's better, more appropriate. They also add really special things to the arrangements I think that always make a huge difference and on our most recent album that we're just finishing up now Wayne the bass player wrote a couple songs too or he and I collaborated on writing a few so that was a nice way to do things more like it's good when you, when, you, when, you, when you get to you know the first record you know you usually you're throwing it out and say yeah. and once you start working with somebody that, to, to have that sort of relationship change, certainly changes things and makes, yeah. makes it a lot so. more fun it definitely does and it helps the song be, for me, I feel like I'm less self-conscious of the song when it's something that like we together came up with. I second guess it a lot less because you just feel like you had people to allocate different things to. <laughs> it just, I don't know, becomes something outside of yourself instead of like just some little ditty that you came up with and then have to live with for the rest of your life. <laughs> So you're you're not the that. only one responsible for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can like place some of the blame elsewhere, and that feels really good. Yeah, it's the American way, uh, and I'm happy to take part in it. Understood so. how how that works. So. <laughs> so I'll play one of the newer ones that Wayne and I wrote together. All right. It's called Afterlife Attractions, and we do have a video of it online. There's a video you can find it probably on our Facebook if you go to facebook.com slash music by civic it's the easiest way to find us or Google yeah civic. googling civic isn't the easiest way <laughs> if you uh, Google Dana Osterling civic much easier yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I, I didn't find your Instagram until you posted this afternoon yeah. and then I was like oh that's that's where it is okay well, our Instagram is also official Honda Civic yeah which, which maybe is more misleading I'm not sure but maybe I, I like it because then I get some like you know some likes from the car people oh yeah they're just like oh this is my favorite reliable sedan <laughs> yeah it's always <laughs> interesting the, the, the weird things like you throw an odd hashtag here and there and, and you get actual likes from people and you're like what the heck yeah you're like so you just like look on instagram for official for like the honda civics mm -hmm. who uses instagram i mean i don't want to speak ill of my fans <laughs> yeah no i i once added a hashtag with with wd-40 because there was a wd-40 can and, and like the official <laughs> wd-40 page had likes on me in the morning and i was like wow what they have a social media manager or like someone who does that who just like goes through the hashtag and mm -hmm. it's pretty amazing. No, my my favorite one though is uh, Isaac Hayes' son does that. Who's that? Uh, you know Isaac Hayes, the guy who played Chef on on South Park. Who, oh, who, 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 <laughs> the theme from Shaft. His son runs his his page, what? and so like I, I put up a an Isaac Hayes record cover at one point in time, and all of a sudden I was like, what? How is this? That is bizarre. That's yeah. a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. So. Well, that's a good way to keep things in the family, I guess. Exactly. So. <laughs> so. All right, why don't you give us a, oh, a yeah, tune? Oh, yeah, song. 
on this set list that was a good new one yeah i'll play another even newer one where have you been recording the, the album so we recorded part of it in a studio in rhode island called big nice that is true to its name big and nice okay it's in um lincoln rhode island i think so right over the border and that was a great place to do the tracking we were there mostly we did one of the songs at converse rubber tracks and then a few other ones we went we were just kind of on vacation in LA so we recorded a few at a studio there with a guy I found online which is a good way to find anybody yeah <laughs> it's the only way to find people nowadays it seems like yeah he actually was amazing too and the studio was great we wrote a song actually while we were there too 
to add to the album that's kind of like a country song. He was like a country guy. <laughs> so it was fun to have Did he add pedal steel or something to you? He did, yeah. He was a pedal steel player. He used to play with Warren Zevon and like other kind of like folk country guys. And he one night took us out to this Mexican place where there was a drag show going on and we were drinking margaritas and he was like, let's just jam a little bit. Let's go back to the studio and hang out and play. And we had written a song the night before after he told us a story about his dad. <laughs> this is a long story. That's but all right. The night before he told us a story about his dad that he was saying like all the time when he was a kid, he loved to smell his dad's cologne and like he always knew when his dad was home because he could smell his cologne or his aftershave and then when he turned 21 he was at a bar and he had his first drink he had a glass of gin and he realized like that wasn't this cologne is <laughs> what my dad smells like so we wrote a song called my father's cologne and we were like we should send it to john the engineer like later we'll work on it more yeah. but the night that we were all kind of like hanging out I'm a very bad secret keeper, as you may imagine, just from my general manner. But I told him, like, we wrote this song about your dad, so we played it for him, and he wound up adding a lot to it and playing a, some pedal steel on it. That's awesome. So it was really fun. I'll play that one next because I told the story of it. I hope I remember it, but like I said, it's like kind of a country Humpty Dump, so I don't think I can mess it up too much. It's called My Father's Cologne.
I need to have like boots on or something when I play that. Or a banjo. Yeah. Gotta work on that. I actually was at the Brimfield Flea Market this weekend and I saw a banjo that I was like, should I play the banjo? Should I get a banjo? But I think I have to like, I don't know, you know, practice the guitar and be better at that and then... Yeah, and the, ban- the banjo is more different than you expect it to be, too. That's what I figured. It's one of those things that you probably can play badly, like, really fast. Yeah. Like, right away, you're like, I'm plucking it. I'm mm-hmm. like Kermit the Frog. But then, above that, you have to, like, have some level of expertise to, yeah. to do anything. Yeah. You can, it's, it's, it's tough to pick up. Yeah. I, no tr- I tried, and then, like... As I was finally getting to the point where, like, I sort of understood how bad I was, but, <laughs> but like, realized I could make sounds, I sliced my middle finger, like, almost in half. From the banjo itself? Uh, uh, it was a kitchen accident. Oh. But, but all of a sudden, it was like, well, of things I can't do, <laughs> fretting a banjo is number one. And, and, and then everything went to heck right after that. <laughs> so. Well, is your finger healed? Maybe now. You can still see the scar. Yeah, yeah. Bad kitchen accident. Mm-hmm. It was, gotta be careful. It was, it was, yeah. I, it, it was ugly. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no banjo for me. The let's see. This is an older one. I'll do next. This is called "Didn't Know." There's no story really that is attached to it. So choose your own adventure.
That's the end of that one. Hard to pull off the ending of that without a band. Feels a little weird. Just a stop like that? It usually like stops at a more re- like a sensical time, but I'm not sure when. Usually I like end even before and just let the rest of the band let them close do that it out. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm you, just you finished your part this. and yeah, I can hear them playing still. Yeah, they yeah, sound yeah. great. Yeah. Better than ever. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's they, they're doing just great. Yeah. So should I play? Another? Do you want me to keep playing? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do you have any shows coming up at all? Anything? I mean, um, I not really. We'll probably have. Well, I'm playing on the sixth in Somerville for like a street festival thing. I don't really know all the details of it, so stay tuned for that. Check the Facebook. Would that be the best place the to find out? Probably would be the best place. Yep. Which is Facebook.com/slash Music by Civic, and. That will be a duo show. The next full band thing probably will be in September. Okay. And I'm hoping it will be... It might not be a release show, <laughs> but it might be a release show. We'll see. It depends on whether you want a physical product to release or not. Well, yeah, that's very true. You know, there's something about manufacturing lag times that would seem like September exactly. probably wouldn't be realistic. Definitely not. We have, I had thought of even not doing physical products. Like, we don't sell that many cds because you know because nobody buys cds buy them. so yeah we thought about doing a release show with just like we have really nice artwork for the album that a friend did who's an amazing painter so i kind of thought about just making like really nice like download cards that are like postcards of her artwork and people can like buy a full download to the album that might be the way that we go which is like Seems kind of a bummer because a physical product is so nice to have, but yeah. if no one's buying it, it costs like us basically just like hundreds of dollars for. That's what Kickstarter is for, nothing. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of important things to Kickstart, and I don't really, I don't think that I'm one of them, but I definitely love Kickstarter, and it's a great way to do things, but. I just, like, I want people to give their money to other more important things. I'll keep making music no matter what, so nobody... It just might not be on a, on a CD. Exactly. It's just going to be on the internet. <laughs> and people can buy it there if they want. And then they can burn a CD at home, assuming they still have a way yeah, to do that. or they could even make a cassette tape. There's ways to do that, too. There's lots of ways. But if anybody really wants a CD, I do... I could burn them one, too. Just like a one-off yeah. <laughs> I, I did do that with our first album we like ordered you know I don't know 300 CDs but then once we ran out of those I just started burning them myself and like making 10 per show and that that works pretty well yeah <laughs> so I'll play another new song that I will probably not remember how to play about halfway through but that's okay alright give it a go I wouldn't dare tell you the truth. I have been waiting my whole life for you. Statue of Ah uh-huh. 
right, so that, I, I didn't forget too much of it. I was going to say, you didn't really screw that one up too bad. No, I think that it was okay. There was, there was no point where all of a sudden it fell apart or anything. Yeah, well, the benefit of new songs, or just like songs in general that are original songs, is usually nobody knows them other than you, so... You can pretty much make them up as you go along. It is a, it is a good trick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I could play one more. Sure, give, it one, give us another one. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'll close it out on one that I definitely can't mess up. It only has four chords in it. Thanks for coming in. Uh, Dana Osterling here on Pipeline playing live for you this evening. Usually she's here 
most places with her full band. They go by the name Civic, but tonight, just her and her guitar, and it worked pretty darn well. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. That was great. Uh, so, any, we just tell people to go to your Facebook or your band camp, yeah, Music by Civic? Musicbycivic.com takes you to our band camp, so that's, like, best place to find our music. We're on Spotify. Um, you could search for Civic or Things with Feathers. Seems to yield better results on Spotify searches. That's the name of our album. Uh, we're on iTunes. You can follow us on Instagram. We have a Twitter with like 40 followers. I don't really recommend following us on Twitter. I'm kind of bad at using it. But Facebook. Your band better. members are good Twitterers, though. Yeah, Wayne is like a professional Twitterer. Yeah, he's ridiculous. And Eric has like a teacher Twitter because he's a teacher too. So he like has a professional Twitter that he's good at using, like, the way that you're supposed to use Twitter to yeah. promote things. And w Wayne is really funny on Twitter. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne is like a, a Twitter. -er. He's a Twitterer. He was, like, I think that he had an old Twitter account when he used to do, like, hockey writing that was, like, even more, even bigger of a deal. Wow. I know. I told him to try to get us more than 40 followers, but it's hard for a band. And my problem that I recently found that I've been having with Twitter is... It's people from, like, my professional world have been finding me on my band Twitter, and then the mixing of the two is not really something that I want to promote too much, so I almost Un have been thinking of shutting down the band Twitter. Understood. Yeah, I mean, I, I use the, the pipeline Twitter basically just to, like, say, hey, we're doing yeah. something. This That's, is I think, maybe I can revamp yeah. the Civic Twitter. So, something to think about. <laughs> you know, using it merely as a promotional tool. So. Exactly. All right, well, thank you very much, Dana Osterling, here on Pipeline.